Dear brothers and sisters, as we know, today begins the holy season of Lent, which is an important time for us to prepare through 40 days of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving for the great feast of our salvation, for Easter. The solemn celebration of the Lord's resurrection is the summit of our liturgical life. So the first thing we must do is appreciate the great gift, which is this holy season of Lent. Yes, let us heed St. Paul's words, which call out to us this morning, we appeal to you, St. Paul says, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. And the grace which God gives, my friends, and which we are called to make our own, is reconciliation, which leads to righteousness. This is the gift which God very much wants to renew in us. That's right, renew in us. Because God first gave us the gift of righteousness or holiness in baptism. At the moment of baptism, at the moment of baptism, God makes a person holy. And it is a holiness worthy of heaven. And our life is to be an active response to that gift. We are to take seriously the call to holiness. Today's liturgy presents us with the sign of ashes. One of the formularies for imposing them is, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. These words recall God's punishment of Adam after the original sin. At the very beginning, man lost the state of original justice, his state of holiness, through his disobedience. Whereas the ground previously was the source of blessing from which God created man and the Garden of Eden. God tells Adam, cursed is the ground because of your sin. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. And ultimately, the earth becomes man's resting place. Ashes are a symbol of death. Dear brothers and sisters, death comes to us because of sin. But eternal life comes to us only through God's Son, Jesus Christ, if we have faith in Him and live the way He tells us to live. May St. Paul's words touch our hearts. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Lent, my friends, is the now of our lives. So that now is a very acceptable time. Once reconciled to God in Christ, every day is the day of salvation. The prophet Joel, the prophet Joel reminds us that the process of reconciliation begins with conversion. Inasmuch as sin takes, takes us away from God, for it is impossible to stay with him unless we are in the state of grace, we must return to him. We must rend, that is, rip open our hearts so that it is emptied of anything unworthy of God, unworthy of His beauty, His goodness, His love. We are to do this not only individually, but even more collectively. This is as an assembly of God's people. The church, the ecclesia, beautiful Greek, that's where the word church comes from. But the word ecclesia really means the assembly called out. 
That's what church ultimately means. The assembly of people called out by God. The church, the ecclesia, is God's people. And we are to be God's people, called out from the world in order to be assigned to the world of God's holiness. This necessarily involves our participation in the sacrament of penance, through which Christ forgives us our sins. He forgives us our sins and reconciles us to God as well as to our brothers and sisters in the church. And thus our prayers of repentance and our resolution to live a worthy Lent this year transform, think of this, that resolution and our determination to do it transform the ashes on our foreheads from being a sign of reproach to a sign of hope. Finally, as our hearts are hidden, so must be our good works. Conversion is above all a fruit of humility. The path to a renewed holiness is only by way of humility. Our Lenten works are therefore to be discreet, practically unnoticed. They are certainly not for show. Rather, they are to spring from a renewed heart, a heart inflamed with love for God and one another. In this way, God strengthens us in goodness so that with each day we become more and more like his son. Dear friends, today we take our first step, our first step on the journey through Lent. Let us accompany one another with our prayers and by our presence at our liturgies, either in person or virtually, so that having received God's mercy and love during this holy season, this year's celebration of Easter may be the best, the holiest of our lives. And that would be a wonderful gift for Jesus, a wonderful gift for Jesus that we can give him in response to his gift to us of salvation.